The following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight's version is our weekly Survivor Memories, where we pick a season and we recap it and discuss uh, some behind-the-scenes things that people may not have known and what happened, what could have happened, what should have happened, and get fans' opinions and thoughts on... uh, Survivor Heroes versus Villains. Anytime we do a poll in Whispers, or most anybody does a poll anywhere on the Internet, Survivor Heroes versus Villains is always at least in the top five, and a lot of times number one. So, I mean, it was a great season. We'll discuss how some of the casting came to be. Um, We've got Steve on here already, and now we have Melissa on here. Um, Steve, what, what, what comes to your mind first when you go by and somebody says Survivor Heroes versus Villains? When I think of when somebody says Survivor Heroes versus Villains, I think of one of the best Survivor seasons of all time. Uh, you have ten of the ten of the most, or I should I should say twenty of the most uh, notorious players, whether good or bad or good or evil, to play this game. Uh, of course, obviously, you know there are some exceptions that I know a lot of people. Uh, believe that Richard Hatch should have been should have been on this season as well as a few others, but yeah, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, he was asked to return, but he had to apply to leave the country since he was under house arrest at the time, and his request was judged by was denied. His request was denied by a uh, a judge in Rhode Island. Um. They also, according to probes, they also considered Yul Kwan, Terry Dietz, Michael Scoopin, um, but eventually um, decided uh, to go in a different direction. He also said they considered Ozzy, um, which it's hard to believe they left him off since he's one of one of uh, probes' favorites. Um, even uh, one of the, the guys that they say will never, ever be brought back, Brian um, Heideck, um, he was in talks to be in, on the season, but Probst, um that's when it all came out pretty much that he'll never be back because Probes and other producers felt too repulsed was what, was, was what the quote was. They were too repulsed to bring him back. Um, they would have. They wanted Elizabeth Hasselbeck and our and our Colleen Haskell, um, but neither uh, accepted the offer. Um, 
another notable omission was fair play. Um, and, but Pope's referred to fair play as a survivor quitter after asking to be voted off first um, in Micronesia. And Pope's at the time said, we're not bringing back quitters. Um, I think by now everyone knows uh place after they saw how he did on Samoa. Well, um, um, Jonathan Penner claims it was his spot that was taken away. Um, but they later brought him back for Survivor Philippines. Um, Yao Man and Korean Kaplan were asked, but both declined. Uh, and Corinne was replaced by someone who reminds uh, a lot of fans yeah. of Corinne, Danielle uh, DeLorenzo. Hello? Yeah, are you, you're on your list. Okay, well, I it was um, I didn't hear anything, and then I was like, hello, hello, and nobody was answering me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I, I got said, disconnected. I, no, I said that we had you and Steve both on here. Um, yeah, I, I was just going over some of some of who were consi- uh, considered. Natalie Bolton and Eric Reitenbach were uh, were alternates. Um, of course, Reitenbach yeah, I, play later on. Um, I read that they, I read that they actually shot footage. Of uh, of at least Natalie Bolton uh, out there on the on the island, but uh, they ended up ultimately cutting her at the very last minute. Yeah, and Eric, Eric was, you know, well they do they do fly they do fly the alternates out there just in case because you know somebody can get out there and fail the physical, or or yeah. something can happen, you know, like happened with RC and her dad. You know, when, when what was that, blood versus water? Um, they get out there, and her dad fails the physical, and they had to come back home. So uh, it happens at times. Um, gosh, what was that? Who was the girl that when they, when they got out there, she just decided she didn't want to do it anymore? Uh, Melissa something? Does that sound right? Anyway, she, there was... There was one girl that quit before they even got started. Somebody else, you know, got on because of that. Um, according according to some uh, other cast, uh, so there's been a lot of other people that have claimed um, they were asked, and you know, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But the ones I've told you so far um, are pretty positive. Um, Kobe Archer claimed that Ian Rosenberger uh, was was in the casting finals but got cut. Earl Cole got cut. Now, that part's true. I know why Earl got cut. Um, it was, it's something personal. Um, Jenna Lewis was considered for the Villains Tribe. Um, and of course, everyone knows Parvati was originally supposed to be on the Heroes Tribe, but then when Russell played, um, 
it, it all got switched around. And Sierra Reed was originally supposed to be a member of the Heroes Tribe, but she had to turn it down because she got engaged to a producer from her season back when she played. So she kind of had a conflict of interest. So, but honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't see how Parvati would get cast as a hero, especially after how she played in Micronesia. It's it, 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 it it's very hard to see her. I mean, obviously, you know, for if you were to watch Winners at War, yeah, she she could be cast as a hero now, but. It, it, it's very hard to see how she played her first two times and classify her as a hero. Yeah. Um, so what? So what we ended up with? What we ended up with? Uh, here we're adding another caller, and this is area code five one three. That's JB. Is that right, JB? That's right. Yes. All right. All right. We were just breaking down how some of the ones got cast for this season, which ones got cut, who replaced who, how some people ended up swapping to a different tribe before they all finalized it with a hero's tribe of, uh, uh, Jessica uh, Sugar Kuiper, Jessica Sugar Kuiper, who I spoke with about three days ago, and she informed me she never wanted to have a thing in the world to do with Survivor again. Um, Stephanie Lagrosa was also on the Heroes. Sari, very popular player. Tom Westman, very popular player. Um, James Clement, who had had his share of injuries. JT uh, from Alabama, Amanda Kimmel, Candace Woodcock, um, Rupert, Kobe Donaldson. Uh, those are heroes. Uh, do any of you three have any um, thoughts as to, okay, why was that person a hero? Mm. Or, or, or do you pretty much agree with it? I mean, kind I'm of. Pretty much kind, agree with I'm, it. I'm, I'm kind of iffy on Sugar because she she displayed more villainous tendencies in Gabon compared compared to heroic tendencies. I, I'm wondering if maybe perhaps they just put her on the heroes because just in case they decided to bring in Corinne because obviously they were going to play off of the whole. Uh, final tribal council speech that Corinne gave uh, gave to Sugar, where yeah. she talked about uh, talked about Sugar crying about her dead father and stuff like that. But you know that that's probably the biggest question mark on the on the heroes tribe at least uh, with yeah. Sugar being and, and a the, hero because the, the the thing with Corinne and uh, and Sugar. I think it's probably going to be sort of like the thing between Nicole and Janelle from Big Brother. I don't think it's ever going to end. I know, I'm at, you know, I know what Sugar told me a few days ago. 
and I know I know Corinne very well, and I know her feelings. Um, she can still cannot stand sugar. Um, and at one point, uh, Corinne had told me the same thing, Jim. I I, I had asked her to do an interview, uh, one of our live chats, in whispers, and she said, Jim, you know I like you and everything, but I'm just I'm just done. I'm done with the show. I don't want anything left to do with it. I still hate sugar. They'll bring, you know, fans will bring that up. I don't want to talk about it. I just, I want to move on. I'm done with Survivor. And then about three months later, she contacted me, and she said, guess what? And I said, what? And she said, I'm going to go back on Survivor. (laughs) 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 And, And I think since then, she's been on two more times. I think she's been on twice, and she's kind of turned into a player that fans like because she's kind of what you would think of as a a good good guy heel in wrestling, somebody that's supposed to be play play a little dirty, say a few dirty words, but yet fans still love them. You know, she's kind of like that. Um, so, um, I know what Sugar told me a few days ago, but if Jeff Probst called her tomorrow and said, we're doing an All-Stars again, and we want you, who knows what she would say, you know? Yeah, I know at the time as well, she was also doing, uh, I know she was also doing some acting as well, because she was... Okay, I I don't hear you anymore. I think Heroes vs. Villains was what, 2010? JB, can you yeah, hear me? Early 2010. Okay. Yeah, JB, you can hear Stephen here. I don't know why you're yeah. not hearing. Melissa is still not hearing. Yeah, She's it just not... keeps going in and out. Let me see. Yeah, I could I could hear her when she said I can't hear anything. I could yeah, hear I her. Can... Maybe she couldn't I, hear me. I know. No, I can hear her clearly too. It's we all hear her. She's she's just going in and out for some reason. So I guess it's your turn tonight to be spooked by the blog talk gods or ghosts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> I guess. But um, well, at first I thought Looking at that trial, I could see I could see your point, Steve. I I could see Sugar as a as a maybe um, villain. But uh, Stephanie LaGrosa, definite hero. Um, Sari Fields and Tom Westman, definite heroes. Um, James Clement, um, for what the fans know. Yeah, for what the fans know and his his edits, hero. Um, JT, hero. You know, he he was that good old country boy from the South. Everybody liked Amanda Kimmel. Everybody liked her because she was so sweet. Everybody Candace Woodcock. Everybody liked her. Um, Rupert. There's a lot of anti-Rupert fans, but the majority love him. So yeah. Um, and he had been on Pearl Islands and All Stars, and so. 
I mean, you, you have to bring him back for this. I mean, um, and Kobe Donaldson, um, he was like one of the original heroes for this show. Um, you got to bring him back, too. Right. So now let's look at what we end up with on the Villains Tribe and see if we wonder how are they a villain or, oh, my God, they, 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 they're definitely a villain. All right, I'm going to name them all, and then we'll go one by one. The villain tribe, we had Randy Bailey, who was from Survivor Gabon. Um, we had Tyson. Um, we Boston Rob on the villains. Coach Wade on the villains. Courtney Yates on the villains. Um, Danielle DiLorenzo on the villains. Jerry Manty on the villains, Sandra Diaz Twine on the villains, Harvey Shallow on the villains, and Russell Hance on the villains. Um, some of them right away to me, I wonder like what? But we'll break it wide. We'll start with Randy Bailey. Anybody think Randy should have you know been, been on the heroes? No, no, no. Uh-uh. I don't think so. He was the cranky old man of Gabon. There's, there's no and, way he's a hero. And he still is. Oh, he still is. He still is. If you keep up with him on social media, he still acts crazy. He, he just, just how he is. What about uh, now? He also have consider. When this was now, so you you don't don't consider winners at war or something that you've just seen. Consider yeah. at the time. Consider at the time. Tyson Apostle, did he fit uh, villains back then? Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Everybody Especially agree on that one. Especially I, with mm-hmm. how yeah. cocky he was in Token King. Yeah. I. Now here, <laughs> excuse me. Here's one that gets me. The next, actually, the next three get me because I like them all. But I mean, back then they may have been viewed as villains. Boston Rob. I can yeah. see where he was a villain. Yeah. So you uh, can see it or not. I can, I can. I, yeah, JB okay. can see it. I I can see it. All right, and Melissa you know, said she can then. see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Steve? Boston. Uh, Ron, I can. Did he fit the villains back then? Yeah, huh? I can. I, I can definitely see it because of, because of how he played in All Stars. I think he's. I think he's solidified the villain role. Yeah, maybe how he did Lex and Big Tom. With how he did Lex and Big Tom, and his whole alliance, for that matter. Yeah. So Lex okay. Was a big point. All right. What about this one? And I, after you know, I don't really know that he would fit hero villain because of how he played and the edit he got. He would actually kind of fit like in a world of his own back then. Yeah. Coach Wade. Yeah. What about Coach Wade? Hero, villain. 
What do you say? I, I can see villain. I I just did not like the guy. I thought he was kind of. I don't know. I think he was a villain. Okay. What about you, JB? You think Coach was a villain? I at, at first I didn't like him either, but then as uh, token chains uh, as the uh, as the uh, season went on, I started to uh, like him. Okay. I started to understand what he was talking about, and I can see where you know he would be a villain. Okay. It could go either uh, which way, really, for me. Okay. All right, Steve. What about you, Coach Wade? Yeah, I can. I can kind of see it, but I think honestly, I think I think out of all of the villains, he probably has one of the most hero, one of the most heroic like tendencies. I mean, it's just the way that he was edited in Token Chains. Hell, Tyson was more of a villain in Token Chains than Wade was, than Coach yeah. Wade was. Yeah, I yeah. think so, too. <laughs> All right. That's two of them. Um, my other one, um, Court. That entire season. Maybe that's what made her a villain, but I don't really see her as as uh, as, as much of a villain as you know, some of the other villains that we have on this cast. Hello, is everybody, is anybody there? I can, I can hear now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can I can hear you. I don't know what the hell is up with Blog Talk Radio tonight. <laughs> but uh Jim was uh Jim was mentioning Courtney. Uh what 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 did you what did you think, J B? I I really forgot about Courtney. I know she played in uh, China, and China was one of those uh, seasons where I really didn't get into it. I liked how they, uh, all on the uh, reward challenges, I liked how they went into the, uh, you know, mingled with the, uh, on their reward challenges. Saw different kind of things, uh, which they don't do anymore. But uh, Courtney, I kind of, she's one that I kind of forgot about, and I was thinking, well, she's kind of iffy, too, on a villain or a hero. All right, I'm I'm in contact with uh, with Jim right now. The blog talk is all screwed up tonight. I guess uh, <laughs> Melissa, are you there? Yeah. Okay, I'm I here. I, I don't I don't know I don't know what's up with Jim, uh, but 
he's he's saying that uh, the uh, the chat or not the chat the switchboard is basically saying that he's connected even though he isn't, and uh, he tried he tried he's tried dialing back in and it's already said that one host was already hosting so. Blog talk is all screwed up tonight. I don't know what uh, what the deal is here, uh, but but uh, while we try to get Jim back on here, uh, Melissa, what did what do you think of of uh, of Courtney? Do you see her as as a, as a villain, or could she could she have possibly been a hero? She could have possibly been a hero. I I know I saw China. But I don't really remember her that much, you know. Um, but I was thinking as I was watching, because um, I rewatched Heroes versus Villains, and I was thinking, you know, she's not really a villain. I don't, I don't see her as I didn't see her as a villain in this season. Yeah, believe it or not, actually, there's probably there's probably more people on the on the villains tribe that you could you could possibly consider as heroes as opposed to people on the mm-hmm. heroes tribe that you would consider as villains. Yeah, I agree. <coughs> but uh, let me see. Well, obviously we're still trying. We're still trying to get Jim uh, reconnected here. I'm not on the switchboard, so uh, you know I can't see who who we have. If anybody else is trying to call in, but uh, I guess Jim is having uh, is still having connection issues. Um, but obviously the next villain on the list here. Uh, would be Daniela Di Lorenzo, originally from Panama, and of course we all we always have the, you know we 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 saw how she was in Panama uh, because of her rivalry with Shane Powers, and uh, as well as the fire making tiebreaker, um, over Sari Fields. And obviously, she betrayed Terry uh, during that season as well. Uh, what do you guys think about Danielle? I didn't like her. I mean, she's another one know. that could have gone either way. She's one that uh, I've really forgotten about because. Uh, because of her season being uh, so, you know, so far away, I've uh, really forgotten about her. And really, it's about the same thing as uh, everybody on, uh, you know, this season of uh, Heroes versus Villains. Even though there's uh, some things that are 
embedded in my in in my in my brain in my brain about this uh season which I'll bring up uh you know when Jim comes on and I'll bring up probably in the uh, last hour cuz it'll be you know some things that uh I know Jim has uh, brought up and uh you know, I'll bring it up again because uh, we were on uh, web TV at the time. I believe, I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it may be a okay. little bit before we can get Jim back on here because Blog Talk has apparently shut down. From what it seems here, it's uh, obviously we still have Tim out in the chat room. Uh, Jim is trying to get back onto the uh, onto the switchboard, and now we're basically the website is basically under maintenance. So, oh, uh, yeah, it, it looks like we're pretty much in the dark here until we can finally get this this stupid site back up. Um, but yeah, you know, when it comes, when it comes to, when it comes to Danielle, I mean, I can, I can definitely see her as a, as a bona fide villain because of how, you know, because, because of how she, uh, how she really fit in, to I mean obviously Jim Jim had said to uh, to to base everything based off of previous seasons and I mean obviously when we go into uh, into what she did in Panama I mean there are definitely uh, you know villain, villainous tendencies. you know, in her game. Right. Well, way to go, Blog Talk. Uh, You picked a really horrible night to completely shit the bed once again. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because Tim, Tim, I'm sorry if you're listening right now, and you find that you're the only one out there in the chat room uh, because we are currently trying to, uh, well, actually now it's a server error, 404 uh, server not found. So hopefully everything gets, oh, okay, now I'm back. Now I'm back into the chat room all of a sudden. Uh, Hopefully we can uh we can get everything everything straightened out uh here as we continue to move forward um but yeah you know with Dan- Danielle I really think that she definitely fits the villain role uh heading into this season definitely without a doubt uh obviously next on our list uh, we have Jerry Manthe, who is known for her for her little rivalry that she had with Colby back in the Australian Outback. Uh, 
And it's kind of odd because in All-Stars, I don't know, but I didn't really consider her to be a villain. Yeah, she's another one that could have gone uh, either either way, really. She was a more of a villain back in Australia and Outback, but in All Stars, uh, I didn't view her as a, a, a as a villain as much of a villain as she was in uh, uh, the Australian Outback. Yeah, she was a little bit more behaved in All Stars. And she was actually she was kind of behaved in this season too, but uh, I still I guess I just still think of her as a villain. Now I think yeah, it's just I, me and you. I don't hear Steve. No, no, no. I'm oh. sorry. I was. Oh, uh, there you are. I was sending. I'm sorry. I was sending. There, a there you are. <laughs> I was I was I was sending a message to Jim uh trying to get this situation solved because uh the the problem here is that he's he's still connected for some reason on uh the blog talk switchboard and the thing is you can't ki- you can't kick the host off of uh you know off of the call he has to disconnect himself through the phone, which he did, but the problem here is that his number is, uh, uh, what's it called? His number is still showing up as the host. Okay. Um, Hmm. And actually... Melissa, your number I'm seeing is popping up here twice. So really, there's something. Yeah, there's something definitely wrong with Blog Talk tonight because of the fact that um, because for some for some reason Jim is is just not able to get on here. Let me see if. I know. I think we have Teresa. Uh, I'm going to try to connect her now and see if she's able to get through. Teresa, are you here? Yeah. Hi, Steve. All right. Uh, welcome, Teresa. Um, I'm sorry. Where this is very unusual for us. Um, <laughs> well, there's four of us anyway. Uh, who's that? That's JB. JB. Oh, hi, JB. Yeah, this is uh, JB. Or Jim. How's your head doing, Teresa? A little better. Been putting ice on you, it. You put what? Put in, uh, I just basically got a big old knot on the, on, uh, the back of my neck right between my head and my skull and my neck, and and well, that's what's causing all the pain. That, yes, you need to have that looked at because you may have a uh, have a bulging disc. I did that myself. I had um, fallen. I was playing slip and slide with my nephews, 
and I took a really nasty fall and hit my head real hard. And then I got this bulging disc, and it it really bugs me from time to time. It just gets really, yeah. really sore. But you need to have it looked at to make sure, you know, because you're, you're messing with your spinal area there, girlfriend. You need to have yeah, that looked I at. Know- because I know the uh, school called called an ambulance, and my husband was like, came, uh, came by, and he's like, no, she don't need to go to the ER. Well, you do. So, well, at it least go into the doctor. It probably would have been better for you if you would have. Mm-hmm. You need to go to a doctor and have them see what they want to do. Don't mess with it, because... You let it go, and it's something more serious than you think. And yeah, yeah, I might just have to steal my steal the uh, uh, payflex card, which pays for all of our medical doctors uh, out of my husband's uh, wallet, and then just go to urgent care without him knowing about it. Yeah, and it's sad that you have to do that. But um, anyway, yeah, I would have it looked at. I would, because that's um, that's a scary area to mess with there. Yeah, in fact, um, I, in fact, I'll call and make an appointment first thing tomorrow morning. Yep, do that. Even if I have to have Alexa remind me. Yep. Yeah, I uh, just in case you don't know what's going on, Steve, I uh I got dehydrated at work during PE and fell and I mean and passed out and hit my head really hard on the gym floor. Oh, no, that's terrible. Well, uh yeah, that don't sound good. I mean, is everything is is everything okay now? Other than just a bad headache. Yeah. I mean, did you get uh, did you get checked for a uh, for a concussion and everything? No. Because I mean, if you well, hit, I know, depending I, on how hard. Well, you I know an ambulance. Head. I know an ambulance came to the school, and then they called my husband, and he came, and he goes, "No, she doesn't need to go to the ER. She's fine." Uh, no. He's not a doctor. You need to go to a doctor. Oh, you're killing him, Chadwick. Nothing's worse than a dog sitting behind, sitting right by you and farting. <laughs> Teresa, we were uh, before before you joined in on the on the air here. We were discussing, well, back back when Jim was was still connected, and for some reason, Blog Talk is now not allowing him to reconnect. Uh, we were discussing. The the heroes the well we had already discussed the heroes tribe and we were in the middle of discussing the villains tribe and whether or not you know certain uh, certain members of the villains tribe could have actually been heroes or if they were correctly casted as villains uh, we had we 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 had been uh, we had just finished up. Uh, Jerry, actually, and 
I mean, let, let's get your thoughts on on Jerry Manthe. Uh, do you think that she could have been uh, that that she could have been uh, a potential hero because of how she acted on All Stars? Probably. Uh, I mean, some, I mean, some of the uh, definite villains for Russell, Rob. Uh, Trying to uh, trying to remember some of them. Uh, actually, it seemed like all the guys were uh, were all voted out pre-merge, but um, but I think in a, in a lot of ways, I mean, it's kind of like uh, I don't I didn't really see Courtney as a villain. Danielle, that's kind of borderline because of of how she just basic, how she screwed over uh, Terry just because he didn't give her the, uh, his uh, immunity idol when it came to the final three. Uh, Randy, I wouldn't consider a villain as much as just a jerk. <laughs> and the others are kind of border, and the rest I'd say was probably borderline. Now on the yeah. now on the heroes tribe, uh, ones that definitely. Should have been on the villains is Candace definitely and borderline Sari and Rupert and Amanda. Really? See, I never thought of Rupert as a villain at all. Ever. I mean, not. I don't know. Just. I mean, not really so, not his first two seasons, but there were a couple of times he was like, I guess, trying to be a villain. And even, and that's why I said borderline. Even Suri, I can't see her even be borderline uh, villain. And that's only because of the whole uh, Black Widow Brigade in... Uh, Micronesia. Hmm. But, but that's kind of one one of those where some of them are borderline because they're just they're more of just flirts versus I don't know. And that's your opinion. I mean, I think, but I mean, it's hard to really because I mean, I wouldn't even like you said. Rupert or Sarid, that's kind of one of those that it's like that there may have been some some things that they may have certain certain things they did that may have been considered villainous, but overall, what would make them not villainous is just that they were likable characters, or likable people. And I think with Rupert, 
if it was uh, Jim not uh, bringing up about, uh, you know, some uh, past things that he actually did, uh, I can see him being on Heroes with, if you think about some of the stuff that he did behind the scenes that you heard Jim say, you can kind of put him on the villain side. Right. But but this is going but like Jim said, we are going back 10 years, you know, don't think about uh, you know, what you have heard about or you know, anything like that. Put All yourself right, on, back on. like 10 years ago and uh, you know, think Hang on a second. Or, you know, but, I, maybe, uh, but on a personal J- note, I love Rupert Surrey. J- JB and I Teresa, could. hang on a second. Uh, Jim, are you? Uh, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm fine now. I, I know exactly what happened. It's, it's like I told you in Messenger. That's exactly what happened. When you switched over to my account to add Teresa, it showed you as being the host. And <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm looking, I'm and looking then at the when host I kept trying to call in under the host number and the pen number, it kept telling me there's already one host. You can only have one host. And I'm like, it's, yeah, I was hosting. So then it, I didn't even think about it until you said you added Teresa. And I said, guest can't add guest. He's done something to where he's in the host mode right now. Yeah. And when you told me you switched over to my account, bingo. That's yeah, why I couldn't Jim, get back home. Well, Jim, what, what it do, what it does though is, like, I can I can still be on your account, and like, say say you were hosting the call, but you needed me to look at the switchboard and you know keep track of who who was calling. I can still be on your account while you're hosting the call. So I don't understand why it's glitched out like this because I'm looking at, I see Melissa's number twice right now on the uh, switchboard here. I saw it twice before I got cut off. I saw it on there twice back then. It was on there twice because I had to double check because (laughs) coach's number starts with a nine and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is perfect. Perfect. He's gonna call in while we're having all this trouble. And but it was, but it was Melissa's number on there. She was showing up twice. Yeah, and I still see, mm-hmm. I still see your number as host right now. And I also see your number as uh, on the guest thing. So it didn't knock you off of the, of the host number like we thought. Uh, this is this is just absolutely horrible timing for this to for this to happen, especially after what happened last night, and now we have tonight, where all this all this stuff is happening. It takes uh, appar- apparently, I guess, Blog Talk decided to take a gigantic shit uh, on our back to back, Jim. I guess so. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking on the thing, and I'm showing up on here twice. I'm showing up as host and uh, try this, Steve. 
try to try to boot my host. Try to boot me up there where it says host. See if you can boot me. All I can do is mute. All I can do is mute you and put you uh, on the screener. I can't. I, uh, I, I saw you. I saw you just do the mute. Yeah, and then I put you on on the screener, the uh, the third option. It doesn't give right. me the option to boot you though. I got, the only way to do that would be to uh, would be to click end episode, and that would basically end this whole. Oh That's crap! Literally the only way that. Uh, so I, the, I could, but uh, I could. This is crazy. I I could boot myself right now. I guess. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it would it would it would technically end the episode for everybody. So, no, I meant I could boot my, I could boot me oh, off the, number, yeah. I could boot me off the guest call-in number. Yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. But, but uh, as soon shoot. as uh, as as soon as we heard this this long pause go on. I was like, uh-oh, something's up. So then I messaged you, and I told you that stuff was act, stuff was acting up, you know, blog talks acting up. And then immediately after I did that, I went on to, uh, I went on to the switchboard to see, okay, what's going on here. And then, lo and behold, uh, after the messages that you had sent me, I look and see. <laughs> Well, you're still connected as host. I, I guess this is one of the nights where Blog Talk basically decides, <clears throat> you know what? Let's just send the interns home. Let's not. Uh, well, let's I showed not pay you some of the, to. I showed you some of the messages I got when I when I would try to disconnect. You know, I was even trying to log out and log back in to disconnect because the host can call back in. Yeah, and the show will start back up as long as it's not during the third hour. Yeah, so I think this is so going to be that's what I tried to do that, and then Blog Talk wouldn't even connect. I started getting those oops maintenance working. We'll get this <laughs> corrected shortly, well, and then sure. you know, and I'm calling, I'm calling, and and they're and they're telling me. Uh, you know, what's your host PIN number? And I give it. And they said, uh, click one if you want to start your show now. I click one and they say, we're sorry. You already have one host. You can only have one host at a time. I'm oh, like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I tried three All different the- phones. I turned some phones off trying to knock myself off of blog talk. And they, I guess they put handcuffs on me and wouldn't let me go. Yeah, they've basically, it, it seems like they've they've absolutely refused to, uh, <sighs> I mean, hell, they still have Melissa listed here twice right now. So, you know, it. This is a hot well, I, I see you. Yeah, I see Melissa twice. I see you. I see uh, JB. I see Teresa. And I, I'm on here twice. Don't feel bad, Melissa. I'm on here twice, too. Well, you know, when I started getting those pauses where I couldn't hear you guys, I was thinking it was my headphones. But when I would pull my headphone plug out of my phone, I still couldn't hear you yeah. through my phone. So 
then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to hang up and call back and see if that helps. And you know what, I hung up, and when I called back, all of you all were having the problems. But I haven't had a problem since I called back. So it's your damn fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's your fault for calling in again. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, well, well, this this is I have I have had this blog talk thing for I don't know ten, eleven, twelve years. This is the first time I have ever seen someone be able to be on as a host and his guest mm-hmm. too <laughs> on the same number, no less. Yeah, yeah, on the same number, on the same number, on the same phone. So. Oh. I guess we'll see. I, I guess we'll see. You know, when when we're supposed to go into the overtime hour, if we actually do go into the overtime yeah, hour, they, or there ain't no telling, ain't no telling what's gonna happen. And I'm scared. I, I, I would I would try to say, why don't I try to boot one of Melissa's numbers to see if I even can still do anything as host. Because her other number would stay on, or she could call back. I, but then I'm scared to do that because what? The, what if she can't call back? Yeah, it would be the first number I think that you would have to boot because she then called back after uh, after JB had joined. Does anyone? Does anyone? Does anyone want to offer JB? You got two phone numbers, don't you? Yeah, I do. Why don't you let me boot this one and try to call right back on it. Try to call right back on it. And if you can't, call back on the other one. Okay. And and, and I may I may not even be able to boot you. That see that's what well, I think is gonna happen. You know what? You know think, what? What? Can I say something? We're not yeah. having a problem right now. We might be up there twice. But we're all talking to each other, and it's not pausing. So maybe we ought to just why? I know, but I, I, I'm just curious in case this were to ever happen again. What I'm wanting to know is, <clears throat> just just for an example, what if some asshole calls in tonight, and we and, and and well, I guess we could wait till then and see if I could boot him. But if I can't. Um, and I see a number come up that we I don't know. I just won't take the call. I won't take that risk. So that's the reason I was suggesting that we try to find out if if I could. What what there isn't any. There's no. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There is something else I can try. Nope. I don't have no... Do y'all hear a song playing? Mm-mm. No. Nope. Yeah, I just tried to click a song um, that we've got downloaded, and it shows that it's playing, but the thing is just spinning around and around and around. So there are no host <laughs> controls right now. You know what? I, I'm I'm kind of wondering if this is even going to go into the archives at this point because it's 
everything's all screwed up right now. Uh, and looking at Blog Talk, there's absolutely nothing on their Twitter account right now. Uh, their last, their last uh, bit of activity was replying to a message yesterday. So there's no no sense whatsoever of them even knowing that that something's that something's wrong. Yeah, so even if the all right, so the idea about booting somebody, that wouldn't have worked either, I don't guess, because I can't play um let me let me try to type. Is Tim still out in the chat room? Uh he was the last uh, the last time I was on there. Well, I can't pull the chat up because I'm a guest. I guess. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> I click chat and, and I'm getting that oops message. Oops. Yeah. No. It's it's uh it's it's showing a complete black screen for me because I still have the switchboard up as well. So it's not uh it's it's doing nothing for me as well. And actually, oops, if anything, there it, is. it shows. Oops. There you, it you, is. You know, <laughs> you know that uh. You know those stupid little pop-up things that that we would get sometimes, Jim, when we were starting when we were starting up a new uh, a new uh, episode. We would have like, oh, this is your switchboard. You and your callers will appear here. Use these control buttons to put people on the air, and then you would have to click next and stuff like that. Uh, I'm getting that right now on my end. Well, I guess there's nothing we can do. And now somebody's trying to call. Oh, JB, is that you again? Uh, if it's the three, one something number, I called no, that about. I don't know. Uh, five no, wait, minutes wait, ago. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're gonna love this. Wait a minute. Well, I've got you connected with your five one three, and then four five one. Now somebody's calling from five one three three seven eight. Yeah, that's the uh, that three seven eight number is the number yeah. that I called about five minutes ago. Oh, that's my I, that's my cell phone. Uh, let me see if I. But you're but but you st- you turned it off, right? I mean, you're still not waiting to connect with it. It's because still I'm, connected. Oh, it did connect. It's connected with both both of them. Steve, did you connect? I'm, it's not showing connected. No, I, I don't even see. I don't even see his other number on my end here. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! And I see, I see you, and I tried to connect you. Let me see if I can. You 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 you're on both phones now, right? Uh, JB is yes. All right, I'm going to try to disconnect the 378 one and see if I can. Yeah, I just got the I just refreshed it and I got the oops thing. So, yeah, uh good good job Block Talk. Good job. Okay. Hey, hope, I hopefully hopefully with this uh Blog Talk thing, we'll be able to uh, you know, talk for the rest of the night. Normally, you know, that's what happened. Usually when you had trouble with blog talk and you do the extra hour, after the extra hour, it didn't end. Hell, we've stayed on here and talked at 3, 4, 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning before. 
Yeah, I heard that. I know the one time I was on until uh, 1 o'clock. Yeah, we, we made a game out of it one time to see who could stay awake the longest. Um, <laughs> and we would, actually hear people, we would actually hear people snoring by their phone once they <laughs> once they finally conked out. It was uh, funny. Shoot. It was it was funny. It, all right, now are you both are both phones still connected? Yes. Because I I tried to, I tried to disconnect the three seven eight and it wouldn't do it. It's just it's just spinning. There we and, go. Now I see it. it. And there is no chat room, and I can't play music. <laughs> so. I guess we can get back. Uh, what all did y'all cover about uh, the the villains? Did you go over any more names after Courtney? Yeah, we went we went uh, we went down to Danielle, and then we did Jerry. Uh, Jerry was okay. where we where we so, were at. Right, so you did do Jerry, or you're on Jerry now? No, we did we did do Jerry. Okay. Well, all, all right. What about Sandra? No, we didn't get to her. All right. What about what are your thoughts, uh, Teresa? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, all we're doing is we 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 breaking down both the tribes and 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 giving our opinions if they put them on the correct tribe if if they are a hero or a villain. And all we've got left are Sandra, Parvati, Russell. And they, they said they just did Jerry. So, um, Sandra Diaz-Twine, who was the winner, um, going into this, um, you know, of course, she had been on Pearl Islands and one there. She's on the villain's tribe. So, what do you think, Melissa? Did that fit her, or she she had been a hero since she had already won before? Um, I thought she was uh, quite out of place on the villain side. Not necessarily because she wasn't I don't know. She's just one of those that could could go either way. She comes off pretty um I don't know. But I'm just she, saying is, that is she, she, she just I mean she didn't really fit in. Her, her fans really love her, and then there are others that are kind of tired of her uh, and, and kind of don't like her attitude a little bit. Um, so maybe she's another one of those that are, like we talked about earlier, that's that's kind of in between where, you know, she she could pass for either either side. Yeah, I think that she, she was very... Um... She just didn't really fit in with that villain tribe very well. Yeah, once Courtney and Rob were gone, she was basically yeah. up a pit creek without a paddle. Mm-hmm. But then and she ends up winning the whole thing. Well, that... Um, that's only... Be, well, not saying she didn't deserve it, but when you look at the big picture... Every single hero voted for Sandra, while every single villain, minus uh, Courtney, who was tight with Sandra, voted for 
Parvati. Parvati. And nobody voted for Russell. Yeah, um, the vote was 6-3. And uh, now Russell didn't get a vote, but he, he did once again win the Sprint Player of the Season for the second consecutive season, which gave him an extra hundred grand, which I should have got a cut of both seasons of that, I think, um, the way I built him up online. Uh, but and he got well, he got three hundred thousand total when you count his second place finish in Samoa, plus whatever his third place gave him. But by uh, Redemption Island, people were wise of his bullshit and threw a challenge just to get rid of him. Well, the whole, the whole thing about the 6-3 vote, and, and you mentioned that Russell didn't get any votes. Um, this was the season that Courtney Yates made the famous statement, Russell could have been sitting next to a potted plant, and we would have voted for the potted plant. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I was rewatching this season this week. I was kind of rewatching it. I skipped a couple of the episodes, but boy, I can tell you this: by the time that I was getting to the end, I was like, I had forgotten just how fingernails on the chalkboard that Russell and Parvati were. They drove yeah, me nuts. And, and, oh, and, uh, you know. I, I, I don't know that you know the story about how that came to be, um, but what happened, um, Erica Shea used to be a casting director. Erica Shea and Parvati were roommates. They lived together. So um, the whole thing about Sugar, not Sugar, but Sierra Reed not being able to play because she married a producer, um, well, you got a casting director living with poverty. So, um, anyway, when they were when when they were doing Samoa, uh, Erica Shea was out there on location, and uh, she talked to Poverty on the phone, and she told Poverty all about <laughs> Russell. She ain't believe you are not going to believe the stuff this guy is pulling off. He's done this and this and this and this and this, and so. In, in in between, I think Russell had, if I'm not mistaken, he told me he had 10 days, something like that, in between filming. Um, but when Parvati gets there, of course, who's she going to team up with? The guy that, that her roommate told her was able to do all of that stuff in Samoa. You know, finding idols without clues, kind of running the game. Um, you know, he just he couldn't get jury votes. So Parvati latched on and rode. And mm-hmm. actually it turned out to be a mistake because um the people saw them as a pair and um like, you know, Russell wasn't gonna get it on votes. Well Parvati, you're not gonna win either. So 'cause you you know, you yeah. played with this guy too much that we can't stand. Mm. So it it really hurt it really hurt Barbity because Barbity yeah. may have she may have played a better game than Sandra because Barbity was just 
muscle. She didn't give a rat's ass about him. She was just using him, and he's handing her idols like candy. You know, here, here's your another one. So um, it, that's a that's a good debate. Did Parvati deserve to beat Sandra that season? You know Probably what? I not. I was glad that she did not win. I was so glad that she and Russell did not win. I'm just. I'm that so was happy. No, I would have to say, out of the four seasons Poverty has done, and looking at all of them, that was the only season I did not like Poverty. And, and was oh. it? Did it have? Did it have a lot to do with how she paired up with Russell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I think that hurt her a lot. I really do. I really do. Um. God, of course, I just like, think it man, did. We were, so, like we were JB, talking what about, about right? JB, what about you? Um, coming into this season after winning Pearl Island, Sandra a villain or, or a hero? Which tribe did, did they put her on the right tribe? To to me, uh, Sandra just uh, rubbed me the wrong way, even on uh, Pearl Island. I don't know what it was uh, maybe it was uh, you know how she was talking how she was uh, oh how can you say it uh, you know uh, ruling the roost uh, you know telling people how to vote and everything like that it just uh, she just rubbed me the wrong way so to say, did she deserve to uh, be on the villains tribe? I really can't say. I forget what uh, she, uh, how she played on uh, Pearl Islands because it was so basically, long ago. Basically, all she did on Pearl Islands, her whole strategy was, as long as it's not me. Yeah, just tell me who to vote for. As long as it's not me. As long as it's not me. And yeah. that honest to God that honest to God worked. It worked. Yeah. Well I'll tell you what, on that note, you know, we're kind of fast forwarding ten years, but uh I would have to say Denise gave the biggest blind side. That was probably the biggest move I had ever seen on that show in forty Seasons was when she. I, I, don't, I don't know if it was the biggest, but it's it's way up there. It's in the conversation. It was a heck of a move. Where it was like she would have had a unanimous vote. Denise would have had a unanimous vote to be voted off, but she played an idol, and her lone vote is what voted off uh, Sandra. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of good moves though, like. Like how the ladies tricked Eric Reichenbach out of his immunity necklace and then voted him out. I mean, that's another one. Um, what about what about J- James Clement getting voted out with two of them, with two idols? Oh, yeah, on, Ch- on China. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, really. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's there's been and, a lot of bonehead moves. 
But that move that she made against Sandra was that was a, that's at least top three, top five. And Sandra yeah. was the one that gave her the idol. Yeah. That yeah. was even funnier. I know, I know. It was like, boy, this is gonna be so good. <laughs> and if she had voted and if Sandra had voted for anybody but Denise, then it would have went to a tie vote. Yeah. All right, uh, Steve. What about you? Your thoughts on Sandra? Villain tribe? Was that was it right, or should she have been a hero? Uh, what I do you think? Like? You definitely. I think you definitely could have made the case for her to be a hero. A lot of the stuff that she did, a lot of the uh, antics that she did on Pearl Islands was more of the anti-dumbass variety. Like, you know, if if uh, if Johnny Fairplay was uh, was acting up uh, to his usual villain uh, villain uh, schemes, then a lot of the stuff, the, a lot of the rebuttals that Sandra did was more to basically counteract his complete dumbassery. So I agree with that. I, don't, I, I can see that. They they just they just they built Rupert up so much on Pearl Islands that nobody else hardly even got a grade at it. You know, I mean Yeah um, I think they spent so much time on Rupert. Um, I mean, I don't. I just don't. I just don't know if I could, if I could really see Sandra as a bona fide villain when she was basically being the anti dumbass. Her yeah. uh, her first season. Yeah, really. Fair play. Fair play was definitely the. Fair play was definitely the villain that season. Um, Daryl was the. Daryl was the sweetheart. She was the. The darling pick, um, Burton Roberts, um, kind of got involved with Fair Play to the point to where he was kind of a villain too. And by the way, Jim, an update on uh, an update on Blog Talk. There has already been one show that has actually canceled the rest of the night because of the uh, technical issues. Wow. Steve, let me give you a, a message before we move on um, to – oh, we've got Russ Barbie and Russell. I think the Russell one's going to be a, a no-brainer. But uh, uh, let me uh, just let you know, Steve, that uh, during all of this debacle I was going through, I heard from JoJo, and she loves the artwork for Sunday. So, oh, perfect. But, I, thought, uh, I thought I would spice but, it up a little bit with the. Uh, oh man! I, with I, I, the, told, uh, I told her. I told her when I saw it. I said, I, I told myself she's gonna love this. This looks so good. This looks what so good. Sunday? Huh? What Sunday? This Sunday. See, we we had a malfunction last night. We we ended at the end of the show with like thirty four minutes left. And one of the things JoJo was going to, she was going to announce something at at the 20 minute mark, and it was going to carry us to the end of the show. Um, she the last 20 minutes was going to be with her, um, and and we get cut off. Um, actually, I think the reason that one happened was, that was probably my I think my phone died. Um, 
And then I it was in the third hour, so I couldn't call back. I couldn't get back in. Um, but anyway, so I I, thought, I I knew it. You know, I felt so rotten for her because she got so involved, helped promoting it. I knew what she wanted. I knew what she wanted to announce. Um, and her and Ashley were just. Were they terrific or what last night? I mean, they were fantastic. Gosh, they were good. Um, they didn't mind telling the truth about things. Um, I was shocked at a few things because, of course, I'm a you know. And they brought they they said that they said Jim, we know you we know you like Britney, but. <laughs> <laughs> and they started running down Britney. Um, and I'm like, man, uh, they told some things that happened in the house that we didn't see. Um, JoJo totally, totally fessed up that that hooking up with Willie Hans just destroyed her game, destroyed. Um, they didn't really have a whole lot of nice things to say about Frank, um, but they were they were doing it in a nice way. I didn't ever get the point to where they were like, oh, she was just a skanky bitch. You know, I, I never got that, you know. They were just being honest with their opinions. And I, I heard from both of them afterwards. Of course, I, I went to – anytime we have guests, I, I get in touch with them after the show to thank them for the show. Um, and, man, that one – having to – Contact JoJo after that. I, I, I would have rather took an ass whooping. <laughs> I mean, but she was she was I mean, she was upset, but she she wasn't mad. I laid or nothing. She under, understood it could happen. I said, "Wait, I'll make I'm gonna make it up to you. I'm gonna put you on your own show. Um, if you'll do that, and then you can do whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to do, we'll do that." And uh, and, and she said, oh, well, that'll work out. That'll be great. And then I talked to Ashley, and Ashley said she just had a great time. She loved it. So um, I thought I thought it was one of our better shows. And damn it, we're what a Big Brother show again. Seems like when we do Big Brother shows, they do turn out pretty good. Yeah, and we had, uh, we had a few people in the chat room uh, as well as uh, one of their one of their uh, fans that ended up actually calling in as well, and actually those yeah, people that were in the chat room, Jim, they subscribed. I checked the uh, I checked the latest uh, followers. Well, uh, I was going to tell you that I was going to tell you that I got I think it was four. It may have been five, four or five new followers on Twitter from it that were connected to JoJo. So that's what I'm saying. JoJo, JoJo helped promote it. You know, she she was doing her thing. That's why I felt so rotten about what happened. You know. Well, if you're um, on Twitter, Jim, uh, then you'll have to vote for Sarah for her because uh, she's in the t- final three for that stupid uh, Big Brother game competition. Big Brother game competition. What? What? what well, it's I don't some. Know what, it's some. Uh, I guess on that you can. I 
Have, has anybody played that Big Brother game like on your phone or? The only the only games I've ever played are the you know the whispers games. So I don't I don't okay. know what. Okay then, uh, if uh, Sarah ever gets on one of the Big Brother Memory podcasts, and you'll have to ask her about it. All right, or she can just post the information uh, in the uh, in the group. Um, I'm not really fond of. Of, of people doing that, but I I don't say anything unless it gets out of hand. Um, there's there's been other people post. Uh, would you please go to this this link and vote for me? I'm trying to win this or I'm in this, and normally I'll just let it go unless I see that same person. You know they keep doing it and they're flooding the group with it. Then I say something about it. So if she wants to post about it, she can. Or she yes, can just wait yes. and come on a podcast and tell us about it. Yeah, she talks when she talks to me about that game, it's like all I hear is blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, Jim, she's already she's already posted it on her Instagram, by the way. Uh her on her Instagram story. So the uh the advertisement is officially up. Are you talking about JoJo? Yeah. Or Ashley? Okay. <laughs> She loves to promote now. She loves to promote. Um, And uh, I I, I don't know if the cat's out of the bag yet or not. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you guys because you're all from Whispers. But just don't go be telling people about it. Um, What she's doing is she's recording a a record. She's recording a song, a record. in fact, that's what she sees in the studio tonight. That's why we had, originally we were going to do Big Brother tonight and do Survivor on Wednesday night. But when she had to be in the studio to finish the recording tonight, that's why we flipped it. That's how come we ended up doing Big Brother last night and Survivor tonight. And the last 20 minutes... She was actually going to sing. She was actually going to do the song for everybody. And she had the music ready behind her and everything. So you guys were going to get to be the first ones to ever hear it. Um, so that, that's, the big, that's what the big surprise was, Melissa. Oh, I see. But, you know, um, maybe you should have waited until the third hour to say that. <laughs> if we well, know, oh, well. It may be like Steve said, this may not even download tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, actually, but, you know what, Jim? And just between me and y'all, I don't think JoJo can keep it a secret till Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, and and Jim, uh, just in ca- uh, you know, if if you're if you're uh, still on the host number, you know, comes come Saturday, I may not even be able to do the sports pod. Yeah, I didn't think. Surely, to goodness, they'll have this ironed out. We, you know, it, 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 the, the crazy thing about this is, before we started having the problems. Um, I talked to Steve, and I said, I'm thinking about switching 
podcast services. And do you know any, you know, right offhand? Um, you know, and so we start Googling, start reading up on them, and we just couldn't find one that that you could do live and was in the ballpark of what I pay for this one and um, able to do as many hours at a time. It, they just they didn't have all the things that we're used to having. So we dropped the idea, and then now we start having all the damn problems. <laughs> yeah, the big, th- the big thing is, is that most of the podcast services now are all meant for calls that have already been recorded ahead of time. And they're yeah. more like distribution services now as right. opposed to blog talk, which is actual, you know, live online radio is how right. they describe it. Right. Yeah, I, I'm i forced to listen to this one podcast by Shannon something. He's, I guess, an ex-football player. Uh, two hours a day, so... What do you have to listen to that for? Well, uh, your husband. Part part of my job is driving. Uh, well, actually, I'm not driving. I'm riding in a van, driven by somebody because they need a para in in there, and we drive an hour to the school for the deaf, take three kids back to our town in Leavenworth. And so it just like, and this guy listens full blast to this podcast that's on, that's on uh, YouTube. And I'm just like, I usually just put in my air, AirPods and listen to music when I can. I mean, of course, second on the way back, though, I can't do that because... I need to be paying, you know, paying attention in case any of the kids need anything. Yeah. Well, see, I've, I've got a, I've got a YouTube channel too. There's not a whole lot online that's out there that I don't have. Um, kind of in reserve to, to use. Um, but the the thing about doing the interviews and putting them on YouTube. God, there was there was so much work to it, so much work. But there, if if you want to go check it, you, I mean, you look under the Missy AE account, and you'll hear some really, really good interviews with some survivors and Big Brother people. But back to uh, as I was telling, if. At one point, I called Randy the equivalent that he kind of looked like uh, Donald Trump, Randy Bailey, and yeah. Jim was—I mean, not Jim. Steve was like, "No." And then I was like, "Okay, looking at it a little bit further, he actually looks more like Dennis Quaid." He—he uh, he, Trump even came up once last night because uh, uh, Ashley and uh, JoJo were talk- talking about. We were talking about our fan street players, you know, and I, and I was making the distinction on the the difference between Survivor fans and Big Brother fans, 
and they agreed that, you know, Big Brother's ads just get vicious. Um, and and they, they brought up Trump. Um, actually, it's JoJo, because JoJo supported Trump. And she said once they found out, you know, that I supported Trump, you know, I started losing followers. And Ashley supported um, Biden. And so they were talking about, see, you can support different people and still be best friends, you know. So he he did come up in last night's pod. Um, and I, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know who either one of them supported. You know, that was news to me. <laughs> but, but, uh, but Heroes versus Villains was the very first season I ever watched. And I remember thinking with Randy, like, when he basically, when he got voted out, uh, how he just threw his, uh, buff in the, fire. I'm like, boy, it's a bad sport. Yeah. Uh, then, that's uh, typical Randy, though. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, uh, and then Sandra, on the finale, she throws Russell's hat in the fire. Yeah, but that was epic. Yeah, I know. That <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> Everybody mm-hmm. liked that. That, and was, then that she, was a... That was a hero move. So if she started out a villain, she ended up a hero. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then of course it's one of those things. Have you noticed now that you, you know, watch, you know, watching it now and stuff, and it's like how she had a tiara on finale night, and I'm like, see, I liked her. In her yeah. First see, season. I can do without that. I can do without that. See, I liked her in her first two seasons, but I didn't like her in Game Changers or Winners at War because she just, to be, uh, for lack of better words, she acted like an entitled bitch. No, I, think she, she, I, I, think, I think she kind of just became a fat cat. You know, she's getting easy money. She don't have to win it. She's getting paid anyway, yeah. you know, and that's yeah, the show's she, fault, you know. It, and and, and different people, different people handle that differently. Now, Rob, Rob and Amber and Barbie all got that extra money too, but they all seem to really try to play. But I think when Sandra left and and you know went out to the island, I think she knew hell ain't no way I'm getting back in. You know, I can't win cops or anything, so I may as well go. But our regular time says we've got 26 minutes left. There is a chance it'll cut us off tonight with just the two hours, or it may let us keep going. So I don't know. So we've got about 25, 25 minutes left now. Um can we just skip well, Russell? Can we skip? Can we skip not... Russell? Does that everybody believe he's a villain? No, he's not oh, a villain. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a true hero. Yeah, no, he's a villain. <laughs> but he no, thinks he but is. No, he thinks he no, is. Jim. Jim, he's not a villain. Oh, he's a villain. No. Oh, he's a big villain. 
Oh. He's he's an asshole. <laughs> well, wouldn't that qualify as a villain? I mean, how many hero assholes do you know? Wait, maybe I shouldn't ask that because that might be me. <laughs> no. Well, there's okay. Well, there's okay. I'm gonna say this. Touche on that. But I'm just gonna say that there are villains that are, that play a ruthless game. Like most of them were pretty, you know, you could see on a personal level they're probably good good people. They just play a cutthroat game. But he just seemed like a total douchebag. Yeah. He's a hand. He, um, he, would prob- he would probably be one of those that I would get ejected from the game for kicking him in the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I have always said, and I will still say this, even though he and I have had, trust me, we've we've had some major disagreements and fights, um, but his season in Samoa, the first season he played, I still think is one of the best games I've ever seen any player play, male or female. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean the way the way he led that tribe back and finding those idols like he did, um, but he just didn't know how to to get rid of people. He didn't know how to. He had no social game, you know. And he he told me that himself. You know, he's he said that's just how I, I am. He's to, to quote him, he said, I feel like I'm Mike Tyson. If I knock your ass out, I should win. Yeah. And I said, the problem with that, Russell, is you didn't knock Natalie out. She was still sitting there at the end. And you've got, you, and, and, and Survivor, you got you to gotta get the jury votes. It don't matter how many, how many comps you won, how many people you're responsible for putting out, how many idols you found. You can do all of that. And if you don't get the jury votes, guess what? You don't win. Well, in, so, uh, well, in Heroes versus Villains, I mean, and I could kind of see why Amber gave Shean, is that her name? Shean. Uh, yeah. I can never pronounce her name, but... Uh, I think it's really Cheyenne, isn't it, Steve? Isn't it Cheyenne? Well, they call, they call her Cheyenne. Okay. On, uh, All right, then it's Cheyenne. And okay. how, she, how she, uh, she gave her the car, because uh, he said, well, you have to give it to somebody since you won a car in the, uh, in the uh, game. And she gave it to her because uh, she was the deciding vote. And that's actually a true statement because three out of the four votes were for Amber weren't for Amber. They were against Rob, which was well, Alicia, I mean, Lex, uh, and uh, Big Tom. Well, I mean, that can happen. I can tell you that on Samoa, Laura Moret. Ran Ponderosa. What she said went. 
There was no way Russell was winning that game. And if you, I know you, you know, do you remember Brett uh, Closer, C-L-O-U-S-E-R, but how close he got to getting to the end? Does everybody remember Brett? The name sounds familiar. Yeah. Brett, Brett and Laura were friends outside the game. They knew each other. And after Brett didn't get to the end, there was no way they were going to let, there was no way Laura was going to let Russell win that game. She couldn't stand it for one reason, and the other was Brett didn't get there. And then you saw in Dave Ball, he was the other, he was the third member of that little clique. Dave Ball knew Brett from outside the game. There were three players there that knew each other. Hmm. And there was no yeah, way Russell was getting those, fair. No way Russell was getting those votes. None. None. And and he knew it. When we talked, he knew he knew he was going to lose Samoa. He he knew he realized he realized how pissed off they were at him, and how he had made some people mad, and that everybody thought Natalie was so sweet and nice, and she was. But he, honest to God, thought he was going to win Heroes versus Villains, and he didn't know at the time. He didn't know if he won because. Some of them were being secretive about the votes, and they weren't telling. And and I mean, I I spoiled you know that season every week. Who was leaving? Who was going to win the challenge? I spoiled, it was like I wrote the script that season. And when he gets down to the end, he's still thinking he's going to win, and he's thinking him and Paul are going to move into an apartment together in L.A. And he's going to dump his wife. Yeah. I'm like, Russell, Russell, listen. Two things. I'm going to be real honest with you. Two things, Russell. One, you need to forget poverty. She's a man eater. She ain't moving nowhere with you. She used you. And number two, you didn't win. Oh, I had to win. I had to win. I said, Russell, you didn't even get a vote. How do you know? I said, I just know. I know what the vote total is. And you did not win. And he would not believe me. He did not believe that. He thought for sure he was going to win Heroes versus Villains. He really did. Yeah, but the fans voted me voted me for, uh, you know, uh, for uh, best player, so if the fans like me, then uh, I'm I'm the winner, <laughs> and that's well, what he said he on uh, Heroes versus Villains too. He had a lot of help becoming popular with the fans from somebody that all the fans trusted their their information, and I was spinning everything to help him because we were friends. I wasn't telling everybody what he calls me at 3 o'clock in the morning out at strip clubs, drunk, telling me, hey, the one on stage right now looks like poverty, man. 
And I'm like, dude, go home to your wife. They don't know how he would go to a movie with his family and he'd walk out on it and go outside so he could get on the phone and call and talk to me. They don't know how he would leave the kids unattended in the yard so he could be on the phone talking to me. They don't know all those things about because I spun him as a good guy. I even helped him the millionaire lie. I helped him get the pictures showing where it looked as though he owned the oil refinery, the oil rigs. And he didn't. It was just a it was just a one place he went up to and got somebody to take his picture there. And person that is proof of how rich he was, and he didn't need the money. He lived in a damn trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at his bio now, and he even says his occupation is, quote, unquote, oil company owner. Yeah, that's BS. I even helped him get a job with, which, uh, after that, with Shannon Elkins. Shannon had two jobs. Shannon was a pharmaceutical sales rep which is a good job. I mean, that's a good job. But he knew a guy that had an oil rig, and Shannon kind of oversaw it for him part-time. So Shannon was working two jobs. Well, Russell wasn't working nowhere. And I I had this conversation with Russell. I said, Russell, what what are you going to do? You can't just sit around and and mooch off of fans all the time. You You got family. You got to get out and do something. He's like, what, what am I supposed to do, Jim? You think I'm going to go drive a fucking truck or something? Not Russell Hance. I'm like, if you want to support your kids, you would. you do something. Yeah. You know? That's how he was. So anyway, Shannon calls me and he said, dude, guess what? And I'm like, what's up? And he said, Russell wants me to give him a job on this this uh, oil rig that, that I helped oversee. What do you think? I said, it won't last. I mean, if you want to give him a chance and say you at least tried, that's okay. But I'm telling you, he, he won't he will do nothing. He ain't going to work. He said, well, I, th- I, th- I think I am, I am going to do that. At least I could say I tried. And then... If he comes to me for anything else, I can just say no, you know, because I tried to help you, and you look, look what happened. The first day, the first day he's sitting around while everybody else is working, and they're wanting to know, well, who are you? And he said, I'm y'all's new boss. He got fired after one day. Not to not not to mention growing up, I stole a car, and cops got him for that. I mean, yeah, he's a villain. He's a villain. <laughs> I, and I, I guess I'm guilty for helping build him up and build him up, and he got that money. He, I helped him get a lot of money, but uh, he sure did give me a lot of good information. Well, in hindsight, uh, if he hadn't have helped them, then probably Shambo and uh, uh, 
who's the second, who's the runner? Uh, Rupert would have won fan favorite. And just the um, way he treated, and just the way he treated Shambo in uh, Samoa, you know, some of the things he said on camera behind her back, which she was one that was, that flipped to help him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, just looking like, at my screen. I'm getting a total black screen. I don't even see a clock. I don't see nobody's numbers. I don't see nothing. <laughs> So, uh, so I'm just like what you are. The hell? <laughs> and then Brandon, oh my but, gosh! But, but back, back to the whole thing about how Barbie and him ended up hooking up. Now go back and think about well, why did they put such and such on that tribe? Why did they put such and such on that tribe? It might answer a few of your questions now. Why they did certain things. And the other thing is, like I said, I'm, you know, real tight with Stephanie. Um, and Stephanie is really, really tight with Sari and Tom Westman. And I told Stephanie what happened. I told her the whole party, Erica Shea story. I told her. And so she tells Tom and she tells Sari, and they are all pissed off. Because they think it was unfair. They're like, that's an unfair advantage. She knew all about this guy, and we didn't know nothing about him. How is that fair, Jim? I'm like, I, I didn't do it. I'm just telling you what happened. And they're like, well, you need to go public. You need to go public <laughs> and tell people. I'm like, I ain't doing it yet. Now, after the season, I'll say something, but I'm not going to get involved right now. Well, just like uh, JT didn't know anything, and he thought that there was an all-female alliance, and and you got Russell in a quote-unquote all-female alliance because he got all the males, with the exception of him, kicked off. And yeah. so he's like, here you are, buddy. Uh, here's, uh, let me help and you there, out. There was, a, there was another, another story from that season and JB, I understand, and Steve probably. Um, golly, this, hey Steve, I just thought about something. This gonna be one of them nice Tim get screwed because he can't get home. <laughs> Possibly, unless um, unless he uh, unless he as long as he's on the switchboard, unless they end up kicking us off in about ten minutes. Uh, if he's at least on the switchboard, you can still be able to add him. I can't see nothing. My whole screen's black. <laughs> but Good I'm God supposed to just talk. be a guest anyway. Good God, blog talk! What the hell is going on here? <laughs> my uh, my whole screen is black. Yeah, I sh- <laughs> I shouldn't have clicked. I shouldn't have clicked the refresh. That was a that was a bad. I, I'm not going to because I ain't no telling what'll happen if I hit refresh. I ain't messing with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm back. Can you to see the, the clock? Uh, Can you see the clock? Well, I did before I clicked refresh, and now I'm back on the oops page. <laughs> oops. But another little thing that happened, another little thing that happened, and um, which sort of 
helped lead to, to Sugar leaving first. Um, her and JT had had a little fling. And JT had a uh, steady girlfriend. And when they were out there, Sugar threatened to use that against JT. She threatened to talk about it and have it, you know, get on the air. That's one of the reasons that she left so soon, because people didn't want that to happen to JT. And she had snuck a cell phone into Ponderosa somehow, and they caught her with it. They caught the, they took the phone away from her. So, um, sugar, uh, villain or hero? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said previously. I don't know how the hell she was a hero, considering <laughs> how she, uh, considering how she acted in Gabon the entire season. Yeah. Well, I mean, her. She was cutting a deal with Bob. She was cutting a deal with Bob Crowley to split the money. Yeah. That was, that was her whole thing that season. And that's I'm asking the rules. But she was going to do that. So she, I, I think she fits more of a, a villain. Uh, you know, I think she's a villain. So, but uh, the only one we had left... The only one that we had left um, is probably going to be a disagreement, okay, probably going to be a good debate. What about poverty? Is she a hero or a villain? Well, She's another one that can go either way. Okay, JB says it's a, it's a coin flip. Um, yeah, Melissa, really. what do you think? Melissa, what do you think? I don't like her, so I... All right, you, you better not ever tell JJ that. <laughs> uh, well... JJ loves her. <laughs> well, one, of JJ's, one of JJ's email addresses is Parv's N-O-1-Fan. <laughs> well, I won't hold her liking Parvati against her if she doesn't hold me not liking poverty against me. Oh, she won't. I'm just kidding with you. But that, I mean, that's her favorite player, um, period. Uh, she she, liked, she likes Coach Wade a lot. Um, she likes John Fetcher, so she was tickled to death when Fetcher and poverty got together. Um so you, all right, we got JB saying it's coin toss. We got Melissa saying she's a villain. I don't like her. Uh, Teresa, what about you with poverty? Well, this season definitely a villain because the fact that no, 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 we're going violence. back now. We're going back. Back to when it was heroes and villains. Did she fit being on a villain tribe or a hero tribe going into that season? Going into the season, then no, she should have been on the Hero Tribe. I, I see. I think that's where a lot of people, if they would paid attention and connected the dots, they would have figured out something smells here. Why is 
that point, why is Parvati a villain? Um, well, just like why is Candace a hero? Now my screen is back. Yeah, Jim, I, uh, J- Jim, uh, literally, it just, like, you were in the middle, of, and then all of a sudden, everything stopped. Yeah, yep. me but too. Maybe like, I thought, maybe I like, maybe like six something. <laughs> I thought we all got disconnected or something. Me too. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, we'll figure still, out. We'll, we'll find out in about five minutes, but I still can't use the host tools, though. I still can't do that. I still can't. Wait a minute, I can too. Uh, JB, JB, one of your numbers should be gone. Yes, it is. All right, let me try this. Sorry, I had to make you listen to 30 seconds, but it looks like I've got control back. It looks welcome like back, we everybody. It looks like we have taken the shit back. <laughs> <laughs> well, J- Jim, it still says that you're the host number, though, so we still don't have... I know when I was that. doing host. I just did two host things. I booted one of his numbers and played music. I couldn't do that while ago. Jim, you know what's probably going to happen? They're probably going to boot you right as we're about to go into the overtime from the humble number. <laughs> Let me hey, that's. I wonder if I boot my own number. I might be under the gun here because I got three minutes to get back. What do y'all think? You think I can make it? Uh, I got the oops page again. I'm an idiot. So you think I probably shouldn't try it? I was gonna boot my I was gonna boot myself as a guest. I better not though, had I? I better keep it like it is. Yeah, I, I the thing know. the thing is it still recognizes uh now it's back to file or directory not found. Uh here we go. Um I mean, you can try booting yourself as a guest, but I don't know if that's going to do anything. To well, we only have two minutes to do it now because uh, it's almost time for the after show. We may all yeah. be gone in two minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but my I, officially, uh, my vote for Barb is uh, especially back then, Hero. She should have been on the Heroes. Now, I'm what about you, Steve? Because of how she played in Micronesia, uh, it's 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 hesitating me. It's making me hesitate mar- marking her as a uh, as a hero because she was the leader of the of the Black Widow Brigade and everything. You know, she was she was basically the crusher of uh, of the dreams of uh, of Eric. And basically, she was the lead villain of of Micronesia. 
Uh, but you say Ceri's a hero. Wasn't she in that bit? Wasn't she in that little alliance? Yeah, I, I, I guess you know you have to you have to take into if you take into account both of her seasons, then yeah, you know she was she was a hero during Cook Islands, during. It's it's really weird. I, I guess, like you said, you know, it's one of those cases where they fit it to to how they want the cast to look. Yeah, yeah. For certain right. matchups, we got we got we either got thirty seconds, people, or we're gonna get to keep going. There's a whole lot more we can talk about on this season too, behind the scenes. If we don't get don't get cut off, we're down to fifteen seconds. So I I just got a feeling they're gonna beat me. <laughs> Five seconds. I got I got a feeling we're gonna be going on for ever and ever tonight. All right, time is up, and we're still on here for now. Yeah, it looks it keeps like it. Showing, Steve, can you see it? It keeps showing like three, two, one, zero. Three, two, one, zero. Three, two, yeah, one, uh, zero. Yeah, it says it, it says recording left, and it uh, it has a counting down from from fifty nine, uh, from fifty nine minutes. So it technically we are in the after show right now. All right, so we've at least got another hour, guys. Hopefully, hopefully. You know, I wouldn't go to Vegas with money on it, but hopefully we do. So, um, yeah. now what what about let's see, what about the season itself? You know, we've talked about the cast. Um, here, here's another funny thing. Um, when I was talking to Russell that season, um, because I was over at Survivor Sucks doing all the spoiling over there. And I'm the only spoiler that's ever just taken questions and was able to say, well, I don't know that right now, but uh, be back here tomorrow, same time, and I'll have that answer for you. No other spoiler has been able to do that before and and get it right and be right. Um, and one of the main one of the main questions people were asking me was, what is the merge tribe name? And I and I asked Russell, and he said, "Dude, I don't even remember." I said, "You, honest to God, don't remember what the name of the merge tribe was?" He said, "I swear to God, man, I do not remember." So I had to go somewhere else and get that. And I went back and I told him, I said, "How does Yin Yang sound?" He said. That was it, man. That was the name. That was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I just found it weird. He could remember so many details about so many things, but he couldn't remember the name of the merge tribe. How can you not remember that? Yeah, it's, I know. It, 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 it's it's hard to say. I mean, you would think being on the season. But maybe maybe he drank way too much since 
uh, after the season had wrapped had wrapped up, and he he that you know that was one of the bits of information that that uh, that came dislodged from his brain. Yeah. Um. What what I'm a little of what I'm reading here. The villains dominated the earlier challenges. Do uh, they gave the credit uh, to Rob's leadership? Um, only having to go to tribal council one time in the first 14 days. And so uh, the heroes were quickly um, losing people. And got, they actually got out to six people. Um, the, it says the villain's tribe was divided into two factions, Rob's Alliance of Six and the Minority Alliance of Russell, Poverty, and Danielle. A lot of people forget Danielle was in on this thing with Russell, too. Um, what what about the move that Russell made to JT? What did you think about that, Teresa? Uh, just of how he basically mocked him for that little, for the note he wrote him over that and I'm just like what a dick. Yeah. What what about what about you? Uh, Melissa, can you kinda see it? I mean, even though he's a villain and he's not well, I say he's not very well liked. He does have a, a nice fan base. Um can you see it as a as a game move or are you looking at it like a, you asshole you? What when when Rob got eliminated? No, when when so, Russell tricked JT. Um, you know JT walked into that one. He he just kind of walked into that. That was a dumb move on his part, JT's part. That was yeah. dumb. Well, he did win. Uh, if you want to call it that, uh, uh, the tribe the. Uh, Whatever that was called, the uh, oh no, that wasn't that season. But he did win uh, stupidest move ever. And uh, see, this is also the season that Tyson made his big boo boo. Yeah, uh, I. I can't believe that, you know, Tyson would actually take the word of Russell and not even consult his number one allies in Rob and Coach to try and take out Parvati. Right. To me, it it really seemed like Tyson probably felt like this was going to be, oh, his big, his big, big move that he can – you know, sell the jury on later on in the game, and he instead of t- instead of taking it step by step, he was already thinking towards the end. With yeah, this, with so this he one goes. Play. To, Tyson goes out and votes for poverty, and of course Russell, you know, uses an idol to say poverty. You know, because Russell could pull out an idol anytime he needed to. Um. So it, it it took all four votes away from her. So Tyson left, basically because he didn't 
He didn't go back to Rob. Because Rob, Rob, Rob would have told him in a heartbeat, dude, he's lying to you. And yeah. then after that, then after that, Jerry aligned with Russell. And Coach couldn't figure out which way to go. And Rob ends up leaving. So you you, you lose Tyson and Rob just like that. And now Russell and Parvati are slowly taking the game over. Yeah, that if, if anything, that was the – the biggest turning point of the entire game. And it's kind of funny to say it that way when it was so early in the game, but it's, it's also so true because had Tyson just stuck with the Alliance, Russell would have been gone. No. Well, yeah, he probably would have been gone, but it would have been a tie vote between uh, Russell and Tyson. And then they would have done a re-vote. But I, Teresa, you know, you, you're talking about uh, the move that uh, that Denise made on uh, Sander, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. But here, here's the JT thing. <laughs> JT finds a hero's hidden idol. And now they, they all agree, let's just sneak it to Russell. You know, because they, they, they think Russell's probably in trouble. And if you know they make Mary Russell Russell work with him, um, he was the last male at the time, and so the thing was, here we're gonna we're gonna you know give this to you. We're gonna vote out poverty, and you're gonna get to stay. And so Russell shares the idol with Danielle, Jerry, and poverty. Unaware that Barbie and Danielle, they'd already found their own damn idols. I mean, it was idols galore that season. They were everywhere. Mm-hmm. And with Rob now being gone and Tyson being gone, now they can't win an immunity challenge either. Which now you're getting Sandra's underdog edit starting in. Because she's the last remaining villain outside of Russell's alliance. She's the only one not in it. Russell's got his alliance, and he don't want Sandra in it. He didn't like her. Um, Sandra's nickname for him out there was Rascal. That's She wouldn't call him Russell unless she was on catch. She always called him Rascal because she didn't like him. So, anyway, I mean, what what about the tribal where where Parvati imitated Oprah Winfrey? Like, here here's you an idol. Here's you an idol. That was hilarious. But that was the cherry. That was the cherry on the the, the cherry on top of uh, of JT's entrance into the dumbest survivors into one of the. One of the dumbest survivor moves of all time. Yeah, by having her play that second idol, because that's when JT knows that that Russell was basically lying the entire time, and gave it to Parvati. Right. Yeah, Russell. uh, Danielle wins immunity, so Russell gives Parvati his idol, 
thinking they would target her. And then, of course, she got her own. Um, and so everyone's thinking, all right, well, let's target Jerry. You know, thinking, well, because Jerry ain't had no damn idol. So, it, you know, Parvati shows up and starts handing them out like candy. And she played idols for Jerry and Sandra. Which sends JT packing. And now Russell's having to sit down and look like, okay, what the hell just happened? (laughs) You got some explaining to do. Yeah, did this girl just pay me? (laughs) I give her one, and she already had one, and she still didn't play him for who she's supposed to play him for. And he still, he still would follow her around like a little lost puppy dog. But Russell wins the final immunity and thought he had a better chance against Sander, who, you know, he didn't think she did nothing, you know, over Jerry. Um, so it's going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to be Sandra, uh, Poverty and Russell. And what do you think, what do you think would have happened had he kept saying, uh, had he not let Sandra go and had he kept Jerry? Who wins then? Does Jerry win? Does Poverty win? Or does Russell win? I think, I think Poverty Poverty ends up winning. If if Sandra, I, I think regardless, so too. regardless of who he kept, Russell was not winning that season. Right. Yeah. It, it, exactly. it was either going to be Sandra or it was going to be Poverty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think Poverty or Jerry would have won? Poverty. A hundred percent. I mean, Jerry may have gotten a few straggler votes, like maybe, maybe perhaps Colby, but no, I just, I didn't see anything that Jerry had done up to that point that would have, that would have given her the, uh, the win. Do you agree with I think so. I don't think Jerry would have won. Okay. I think it, yeah, I think it was probably uh, Harvey would win. And and it's like, you know, it's like Courtney said, you know, Russell couldn't have been a potted plant, so it, it didn't matter who he kept, who he let go. Yep. He, no, he wasn't going to win. So, um Do you do you believe the fan vote? Do you think Russell actually won the Sprint Player of the Year, or do you think that was a reward for playing back to back from the show? It was definitely a reward. There, there, there were fans that loved him, but there were also an equally amount, uh, an, an equal amount of fans that hated him too. Well, you, I think, you, you how, think he won, or you think it was rigged, and it was, 
It was kind of a way to say, you know, if you if you'll stick around, you know, and rest ten days and play again, we'll make sure you get another hundred grand. Mm, I don't that's probably that much a tough one. I don't necessarily think he deserved it, but it's just the same with what you said with when it came to uh Jane in uh Nicaragua. Well they they definitely paid Jane off, so she wouldn't say nothing. And James they paid James off. They gave him favorite one season. They took him out medically with a finger, bad finger, but it was nowhere near bad enough to remove him from the game. He got removed because him and Lexi, Alexis Jones, snuck into the crew tent and were eating food and drinking Gatorade, Kool-Aid, and stuff like that, and got some cigarettes, and they go back to camp, and production's done figured out. They went somewhere. Um, so they go to them and ask them to open their mouths, and their damn tongues are colored from drinking the damn Kool-Aid. So, James, you're medically evac'd. Bye. And then they strongly, strongly, strongly pursued the rest of the players to vote Lexi out next. And she left real shortly after James did. And James wins the money to keep him keep him quiet. And he I'm won surprised favorite. with that, they even uh, went, you know, they even uh, allowed him to come back for Heroes versus Villains. Yeah. Um, Same with uh, Kelly Wilson. The whole Jane thing, I felt that cost, that that honest to God, cost Sash a million dollars. That honestly cost him a million dollars because he would have beaten Fabio. I've talked to all the jury people. I know how they would have voted. If they would have, but at the time, they believed Jane. They believed Sash actually tried to bribe her, and he didn't. She just couldn't hear good out of that one ear, and she misheard him. He was saying he hoped he could win so he could pay off his mortgage. She thought, and she told everybody that he said if she would vote for him on jury, he'd pay off her mortgage. He didn't, that ain't what he said. But they shut down, you know, they shut down production, shut down tribal council. It's the only time I've ever known them to just stop during tribal council. Jeff Holler cut the cameras because she made that accusation that Sash had cheated. And they all met, and the jury sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Is 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 Jane telling the truth? She making this up? Is, is Sash telling the truth? They don't they don't know. 
and Jeff and them decide we're just going to let it go. We're going to leave it to the jury, whatever they believe. We're going to leave it to the jury. And they believe Jane. And had they not, had they not believed her and known the truth, he would have won instead of Fabio. Imagine how he felt. <laughs> well, I will you say know. that for sake of argument, had Jane was stupid to even say anything because it had been like, okay, if he wins, he's going to pay my mortgage off. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But she was, But she was bitter. You don't remember how bitter she played? Oh, yeah. I mean, she would. She was a bitter player all season. I mean, she would hide fish from other players. I mean, she she wasn't the nicest of players. <laughs> That's probably why she got the edit of being a nice player. Was she would have gotten the uh, hundred thousand? I wonder why. The thing is here. Here that you got the the player that sees him. She threatened. She threatened the show that she was gonna go public with it. And that's what the show came up with. They got a contract, you don't say nothing, you're gonna win player of the season. But Oh, that's one of the reasons why they eventually got rid of players. Uh, I know one player, I know one player that actually read her letter and said it was vicious. <laughs> it was vicious. So. But one question I'd like to ask everybody. Uh, Russell replaced Shane Powers. Who would you have rather have seen that season? Jonathan Pinner. Yeah, definitely. Well, I met out, well, I met out of uh, Shane or uh, Russell. Well, back then, back then I would have said Russell because we were good friends, and he was one of my main sources. So yeah, back then it would have been Russell because especially back then I would have said Russell. Samoa. And I, I've never been a fan of Shane anyway. Ever since he tried to flirt with JJ and whispers, and I kicked his ass out. So I ain't never been oh, a I fan of him anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, but I mean, I don't mind watching Shane on TV. He's a good character. He's a nut, you know. But out of out of out of the two of them back then, I would have picked Russell. But I'm, I'm like Steve. If I had my brothers, I, I'm, I hell, I could watch Jonathan Pitter every season. I just watch, yeah. I like watching him. And he's each season they use certain players as kind of their mouthpiece to tell the story on the confessionals as to what's going on, and there's nobody better at doing that than Pinner. I mean, he's got the voice, he's got the look, 
He's used to cameras. I mean, he, you know, yeah, he, I was he, kind he, of he, surprised he didn't make it. Yeah, he's the Hollywood. I mean, he's Hollywood. You know, um, I was I talked to him. He didn't make it onto Heroes versus Villains, though. Yeah, I talked to Jonathan. Oh, uh, what was it? About three days ago, something like that. Um, no, it wasn't. I'll tell you when it was. Yeah, it was. It was about three days ago. Because I had sent him, I had sent him a note about last week's podcast, and I had told him, you know, we talked. I talked to him about Stacy a little bit, and um, it was around. It, I tell you when it was. It was around her birthday when I did the birthday post for um and he didn't get back to me uh until the day after the pod and he he said i jim i'm so sorry i've just been so busy doing stuff um and then and then the next thing he asked is well how'd it go how'd the podcast go and i started telling him you know different things that we talked about and what was said and I said, of course, you were made out to be a survivor god like you always are. And he laughed about that. I said, what? The, I mean, you, they like you, Peter. They like you. Um, then I asked about how, you know, him and the kids, and, you know, they were doing okay. So, um, so I, you know, it had been, you know, I guess a week maybe since I talked to him. But, can't imagine. Can't imagine what he's going through. Yeah, I don't even want to know what he's going through. Yeah. yeah. I saw him. I saw him. And let me see if I can find it. I'd like to read it for y'all. If y'all didn't see it on Twitter, I saw somebody tell him they sent him a tweet about Stacy being gone, and boom, how she was in a better place now. And I loved his, I loved his reply. But I get choked up about. Uh, let me find it. I hope I can find it. Um, Dalton Ross, um, who most of you know, that covers Survivor. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, I'm going to try to get through it. It was... The reply was from somebody named I Love My Kitty Missy. And she, she said she's in a better place. And Pinner said, I appreciate the kind thought, but I have to disagree. This is heaven. This is the place the dead would want to be with us. We're in the best place. She isn't in pain, but she is in pleasure or in warmth, surrounded by love and fun 
and tenderness, this is the better place. So, if you if you ever lose a loved one, and somebody tells you, "Well, she's in a better place," think about that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I, you know, I thought about it. Um, and he's right. I know Stacy. I knew Stacy. We were real close. Stacy would still rather be here. She'd still rather be here with Ava and Cooper and and Trenner. Um, even if she was still going through what she went through, she'd still want to be here. So I'll bet you I bet you coach couldn't get through tonight, Steve. Probably, probably not with the uh, because he. I just noticed that they're having. I just noticed he clicked like on the uh, on the uh, the tweet for the uh, podcast. Um, for those that don't know, um, I, I put some heat on him. <laughs> The uh, the mods, Jamie. I don't guess you've probably seen it yet. I don't even, I don't know that Melissa's seen it yet. But uh, I, I put the uh, tweets between uh, between uh, Coach Wade and me in there to read, and you could see Jim. That's how Jim. Jim don't talk to survivors like they're like he's he's uh, just a super fan. You know, and what, no matter what they say is right. Jim talks to him like, that's my buddy, and all right, now, you ignore me, stop ignoring me, and talk to me. 